0: Members of the OG army, get those wallets unfolded. Coming up next on the Other Ground Live stage, prepare for an
1: eargasm
0: by Passive J and Big Dalton.
1: Well, good afternoon and welcome to yet another edition of Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J, that's Big Dalton over there. Uh, Say hello, Ryan. Ladies and gentlemen, it is tuesday
0: july the 14th and we later on in this podcast will be making our predictions for ufc fight island one jay that's what people in the business would call a teaser oh my
1: <laughs> i see the og armies forward up in the chat box good to see you guys there uh how did your day go mr teaser uh, it was long
0: damn day, uh, so I was up and on calls actually at 8 a.m. this morning, and pretty much stayed that way through most of the day, so oh my. I am just
1: about all talked out, so this is
0: your show, one, two, three, go.
1: Oh my, oh shit, damn, I'm on the spot. Okay, let me grab the old uh, cell phone, full, filled full of useful notes for things to talk about. So uh, how was the day,
0: see. Jay? It was Before actually pretty good. you start going off on random topics.
1: It was pretty good. Uh, I, well, yes, no, I it started off poorly. I, I felt like crap yesterday. I had one of my uh incidents and I was up in the bathroom most of the night. So, uh, I got up in the morning and I felt like shit. uh, not surprisingly because I didn't sleep a whole bunch and you know, and all that good stuff. Uh, at first, I was actually not going to do my workout because I felt horrible, but like after I'd been up for a couple hours and smoked a joint, I decided I was going to go ahead and power through it because I didn't want to have the conversation with you if I didn't. <laughs> so, uh, uh which was leg day and that was pretty good actually i like the leg day quite a bit because now you've got me uh, doing heavier weights for lower reps which is always my preference over uh lighter weights with higher reps uh, like you're having me doing you know uh five sets of four or some shit like that or four sets of five i can't remember what the exact numbers are but those are the kind of numbers i like but at some supposedly at like 70 or 80 percent of a uh, max weight
0: yeah. So, have you noticed that? Had, so, has that number at least gone up after those first couple months? Can you feel yourself at least a, a bit stronger on these lower
1: rep ranges? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because you know, if nothing else, I uh, I was doing. I told you I was doing split squats for to do uh, replace regular squats uh, because I didn't have a rack. We've had that conversation before. Uh, this week, I was doing. So, I was just doing air, just body weight split squats. I wasn't even holding on to a weight. Um, now for this one, I added uh, 25 pound weights, so and uh, I had no issues. I think I should maybe added a little bit more. And hauler—that's so uh, my wife doing the dishes. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's a good thing. Uh, and well, I know that's not a lot of weight, uh, but even when I was doing well, I was only working out with 50s. I think so. Um, uh, it's I have some build up to get back to where I was, much less be strong at it.
0: Well, as long as you're making progress, right? As long as you're seeing something out of it, it seems like uh, it seems like it's good programming for you.
1: Yeah, yep, that's working out pretty good. Uh, it, it was uh, squats, pause squats, and then uh, hamstrings. So I did uh, Bulgarian split squats, then the Bulgarian split squats with a pause at the bottom, and uh, then uh, stiff-legged deadlift uh, for the uh, hamstring stuff. And I was gotcha. uh, quite happy about it. No, I'm not pulling podcasting from the kitchen, Homelander. But my den is uh, right next to the kitchen, so pretty much. <laughs> and when the wife so doesn't actually, respect the, pod, the podcast uh, silence uh,
0: hour, apparently not. Well, I mean that's that's most people at this point. However, <laughs> when you initially said that your day started kind of shitty, I, I thought it would dovetail right into the first to the first big news item of the day. I'm
1: sure you heard. Grant Imahara died. Oh, I know. That's fucking horrible. For one thing, he was way older than I thought. He was 49. That's not old at all, but the dude looked like he was in his 30s through the entire run of the show. And every time I saw both his shows, because he he did two of them. Uh, So, yeah, that's just a big shit sandwich to wake up to.
0: Yeah, what was it, like a brain aneurysm or something crazy like that?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, obviously, nothing that they knew about. And that's one of the scary things, because how do you... It just fucking happens. There's really no preparation. You can't improve your diet to make sure you don't get a brain aneurysm, I, I think. Um, is it re- I don't even know a ton about them. Is it, are, they re- they re- are they related to blood pressure, or is it kind of like a stroke, or is it something different, I wonder?
0: I'm assuming he was just too smart and his brain just blew up, because you never hear <laughs> about like people in trailer parks keeling over from brain aneurysms.
1: <laughs> well, it's funny. Uh, the only experience I have of a brain aneurysm is my buddy Steve, the uh, big power lifter guy I knew back when you know uh, I was a teenager. grew grew up with the guy. Actually, he stopped lifting weights heavy because he had a brain aneurysm, and his doctor told him that he shouldn't lift super duper heavy like that anymore.
0: Well, yeah, when you're straining like that, your blood pressure's through the roof. So, yeah, I'm sure that was probably why.
1: Yeah. So now, now he's just a big husky dude. <laughs>
0: Damn right, and you still love him.
1: Yeah, <laughs> dude. I don't think that I've seen the guy actually in what twenty years, maybe something like that. It. Uh, I talk to him every once in a while on Facebook, but yeah, I don't. I, I don't hang out with any of my childhood friends now.
0: That's kind of sad, Jay.
1: Well, no, not really. Do you Do you keep in touch with all of your uh, 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 childhood buddies?
0: Not many, just a couple. But like again. I came from such a small area anyway that like even if I kept up with like my entire graduating class that would be like a whopping 80
1: people right 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 my uh, area wasn't that much more built up back then but our, it's still a little bit more than that I think most of our, I think our graduating class was like 150 or 200 or some shit like that
0: yeah and I, plus you know with them yeah. being in Iowa and all there's not a whole lot to talk about because
1: there's not really much <laughs> going on there yeah whoops sorry I hit the microphone I had to pick up a dog my apologies. Of course you did, Jay. (laughs) It was a big day for the dogs too. We've been having flea problems with them. Uh, and we've been trying different methods to get them off and they haven't worked that well. Uh, and we can't, you can't just keep on giving your dog different types of flea medication. So we sent off for something in the mail and it uh, came uh, today. The official actually came yesterday. I think it was, uh, no, it was today. Um, ultrasonic, uh, uh, flea repellent that you hook onto their um, collars. You know, you we plugged it in, charged it up. Yeah, actually, actually, that's right. We did get it yesterday. We, we charged it up last night and pull, put them on them today, and it works like a motherfucker. I thought we were wasting our money for sure. This is something my wife ordered. Uh, I was like, no, fucking no, that's not going to work, and it works great, dude. You could, yeah, you know, we you could see the fleas jump the fuck off the uh, dogs.
0: Don't you just like use like Frontline or whatever at the beginning of <laughs> uh, the warm season?
1: yeah yeah we yeah that's what we did uh, and it didn't work so then we tried like one of the, the things that you put on them to uh you know to get it to on, on their coats and that didn't work either we've uh sprayed the carpets and stuff they're coming in from outside is uh was, be what my assumption is because we let the dogs out now um and none of that shit worked uh but this shit works great they, like i said you could actually see the fleas leaving so uh which is kind of gross but that means uh, for the most part the problem is over Because fleas can't live on humans, so they can bite you and make you itch, but they can't uh, live on you. So all the fleas in our house will be dead in a day or two because they can't get back on the dogs.
0: Oh, I thought you were gonna like turn that thing on with the dog there, and then just sit there with your AK forty (laughs) seven bug zapper and shoot
1: the little fuckers. That's basically what my wife did with a flea comb comb because she didn't she didn't want these fleas all over the house for the most part, obviously. Uh, so you can't drown a, a flea normally, but they, if you put them in soapy water, they'll die, uh, cause they can't, uh, do something that oh, fleas can, you know, uh, so, um, you know, so she sat there and, and brushed the dogs with the uh, collar thing on. And as the fleas came out, she uh, would dip the comb into the uh, soapy water and drown them. Just kind of gross, but fucking, <laughs> but what are you going to do with it? Dogs will get fleas occasionally. It's, uh. If you let your dogs go outside, that's just going to happen depending on where you live.
0: It's interesting though. Cause like I, my dogs run around and go outside a ton. And like, I just give them the flea treatment a couple times a year
1: and I've never had issues. Well, um, how ur- rural or urban is the area that you live in?
0: I mean, I'm kind of in like a suburb type area, but like when I take them out to, you know, like I have a, a few friends that have like a couple acres and just let them run. Hmm. So like, yeah, I never had an issue. So I think this is just yeah. part of you, like having the luck of, well, what's the most unlucky person in the world? And oh, I think
1: you're, you're near that. Apparently me. <laughs> but what are you going to do? We love our little dogs and uh, we've apparently fixed a problem. It was getting bad to the point. Yeah. You know, they sleep with my wife. My wife is having problems sleeping because they'd be scratching all night. So I was like, yeah, that's horrible. Um, but we we but we went to a vet who gave us stuff. Uh, the last thing we tried was a pill that's supposed to prevent fleas, ticks, and like heartworm all at once. and it didn't work with a shit for the fleas. Apparently,
0: I guess you guys just have some like badass like hardened fleas. They probably hang out with all the drug addicts, and you
1: know, in Detroit,
0: <laughs> they build up quite the resistance.
1: Yeah, we probably have the only fleas in the world that actually can live on humans because they've adapted to it. <laughs>
0: Speaking Um, of just bad, mm -hmm. did did you hear this guy out of Pennsylvania, like, another case where some asshole was charged with, like, 35 counts child porn and got absolutely zero days in prison? Wow, how did that work out? Well, it just so happens he's the son of, like, a county judge. Hmm. Well, that's not
1: suspicious at all, is it?
0: No, not at all. So, like, everything that he had, like, yeah, 35 counts of child porn, the worst of which were children one to two years old in age, carried a maximum sentence of over 250 years in prison,
1: and he got probation. Jesus fucking Christ. How blatant can it be sometimes? I mean... Uh, I, I, is that going to stick? It can't, I assume that the prosecution is going to try to appeal it to a higher court. No, like they're all they're
0: all in on this shit. Like they said that everything went by the book and everything's just peachy.
1: Oh Jesus fucking Christ! I mean, what happens at that point? There's no recourse if the entire fucking you know prosecution side is corrupt. Uh, that's just a done deal, then, huh?
0: Yeah. So this guy just gets off with. You probation and he has to register as like some level of sex offender for like the next, I think like 10 years or something.
1: Hmm. Well, can't they, I mean, in the Jesse Smollett thing, didn't they uh, hire court, like, say bullshit you can't do that when something like that kind of happened?
0: Yeah, I think this is kind of a different thing. Like this, this actually went all the way up to the attorney general I guess in that state and they just... It just seems like an old boys club where like there was just kind of probably some sort of back deal backdoor handshake between that judge and everyone involved saying, hey, you know, I'll I'll straighten my kid out. You don't you don't you worry about it.
1: Oh, fuck. Well, I guess that's that. Huh? Well, yeah, that's a, sh- that's a shitty subject. <laughs> I don't have anything to say about that except for that fucking sucks. Um, what are you going to do, though? uh let's see in other news i got a haircut today yay uh, i had my wife cut my hair uh this is actually the second time she's done it because i think she does, doesn't do a bad job for someone who probably doesn't really know what she's doing uh, then again i have an easy haircut basically it's two on the sides uh three on the top and then you know trim the sides so it doesn't look bad She didn't leave a rat tail no i had one of those when i was a kid uh, when, when i was a teenager i think i was like 14 or something like that and i had a rat tail Unfortunately, I don't have like straight hair. I have big poofy hair. So, kind of as opposed to having a rat tail, it kind of looked like a rat had like bitten my forehead and and then died and was hanging there. My brother made jokes about he wanted to put little googly eyes on it so it looked like a fucking hamster or some shit like that.
0: Yeah, I think we're going to need you to switch over to that, either that or like a
1: glorious mullet if you can pull it off. (laughs) Once again, I can't do a mullet. My hair does not grow down, it grows out. Imagine like, yo, know, um, Hulk hair. Well, almost, you could absolutely do a, do a mullet then. It's like if yeah. you have that Jufro like Homelander saying
0: like, yeah, yeah you could absolutely have an awesome looking mullet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you got to be such a I don't know. It, 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 I did try growing my hair out uh, long once and trying to keep it as straight as I could. I think I posted uh, pictures on the OG before and it. I got it pretty long, but it was also since it was so um, thick and bunchy. If you got it wet, it looked like it grew six inches.
0: Well, there you go. Like you'll have you have something to talk about with all the old Jewish people.
1: <laughs> I don't think that's the haircut I should be going for. It is a rather professional looking place. Um, like if the other day, my wife gave me a mask. She's like, "Oh, try this mask out." And it's got like melons and flowers and shit. It's it's got. Like It's light blue. Uh, I'm like, uh, I don't think this is appropriate for work, really. Uh, my uh, mask at work is just like a navy blue mask uh, that I bring home, wash out every day, and then bring it back. I have three of them in case I forget to wash it out one day because uh, you don't really want to do those more than one, maybe two days tops. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't know. I'm still, still doing the, the working at home thing. Well, um, don't you don't you go into public stores at all? You don't have any masks. Uh, do you not just not do that? Is it not required uh, where you are?
0: Well, no, I, I absolutely do, but it's something that like I don't have to worry about doing that like every day. So just every time I use it, I'll just like throw it in the wash. Oh, I have a right. bunch of them, so I don't necessarily need to do that because I think I ordered like fifteen or
1: something. Right, just right, Just to be right. safe, but yeah. Was it hard finding a mask for your gigantic melon?
0: Surprisingly, not too bad. Apparently my mouth and ears are close enough that I'm okay. I think it's just the rest of my Neanderthal skull that would have problems if I had to, you know, wear like
1: you know uh, a Freddy mask or something, one of those latex things. I, I'd probably be fucked then. Right. Uh, I actually had the first one I had, and I still have it. I stopped using it. Was actually formed really great for my face. Uh, um, I have a big, long face, and I was surprised that my wife was able to find me one. Some someone in the neighborhood was making masks and giving them away. So, yeah, you know, my wife asked for a couple, and she asked him what size, and she described my big old head. And apparently, uh, that was good enough for her do for her to do a good job. The problem is, it's very form fitting, uh, so um, like air can't escape around the sides or the bottom all that much. So, by five or ten or fifteen minutes into wearing the mask, all it is is just your own hot breath in your face all day. Uh, so I stopped using that one and got a different one that uh, is not as form-fitted. But that's kind of the point. It it has ties in the back, so instead of having like elastic holding against your face, you can adjust it uh, and tie it as tightly or loosely as you want. Uh, and then the bottom ties, I barely tie at all, so it kind of hangs in front of my face, more like almost more like a bandana, although slightly more form-fitting. Uh, so the long and short of it is, it, breath, uh, my air, breath can uh, escape from underneath it and to the sides a little bit uh, more like a bandana than a regular thing. And it's way more comfortable.
0: Yeah, that definitely was the long, short, medium and extra medium of it there,
1: Jay. <laughs> Sorry. You know me. Uh, if I get on a roll, I have to get rather descriptive before I can get myself off the roll, but that's okay. Not actually have a problem. I, have, I do have actual topics. That's fine. Uh, let's see. We will bring up the old notepad. Uh, no, that one's silly. That one's maybe later. Uh, Speaking of masks, uh, apparently this happened right around here uh, not that long ago, I think earlier fucking today. Uh, Apparently a guy got into an argument at the store about face masks with another person and decided uh, he was going to pull out a knife and stab that motherfucker, uh, which is what he did. So, um, And then he drove away. Uh, The the guy got got stabbed in the hospital recovering. Uh, Apparently the police found him and pulled him over. And when they pulled him over, the guy at some point pulled out a knife. So the officer shot and killed him.
0: Well, so is this kind of like just a, a backhanded way of Darwinism working?
1: No, that's pretty upfront, I'd say. <laughs> I mean, I don't, there's two separate topics about that, obviously. The first one being, you know, uh, it, the the i the idea of whether or not you should try to enforce your fellow man's uh masks wearing, which the answer is probably not, considering what what just happened. Hold on a second, I need water. And number two, who the fuck pulls out a knife on the cops now? Jesus Christ, this isn't the fucking sixties, you haven't you ever watched a movie you can't get away with that shit if you pull out a knife on the cops they're gonna fucking shoot you every fucking time dude you're not that fast
0: yeah bringing a knife to a situation where they have guns and tasers like that's not a winning proposition which I think is why <laughs> I immediately go to yeah this was definitely a Darwinism thing because yeah like, any critical thinking there you just that's where you just go ahead and give up And you then, you know, when you're face down on the concrete with your hands behind your back, then you can say, hey, officer, I do have a knife on me just so you don't stick yourself. And then hopefully you don't get beat in the face with a baton. Right.
1: (laughs) So how do you feel about the entire telling other people they should wear a mask in public thing? You just mind your own business and decide that they're fucking idiots or would you get involved in that kind of thing?
0: No, I'm not really the type to call people out for being douchebags, just like general douchebags in public. Now I would get involved if it was like the, you know, like the crazy guy, I think in Florida that ended up getting fired after he freaked out in like a, a Costco, like wouldn't wear a mask. And then like somebody was videotaping him and then he started yelling about how he felt threatened and was like running after the people that I might Hmm. get involved with, but just general seeing somebody without a mask, I'm not going to just start yelling at him for no reason
1: right right yeah I'll me leave too. That up uh,
0: to, you know i'll leave that up to either the business or whatever else
1: yeah speaking of which uh, i haven't seen anything confirmed about my local police department but i did see like the macomb county sheriffs which is like the next county over have already said that they don't have the personnel to enforce that law so they will not be doing so the only exception being if a when a uh if a business is trying to enforce that law and the person will not put it on their mask and they won't leave, they will come over and give them a trespassing ticket. Um, But other than that, they're not going to get involved in the uh, mask enforcement thing. They said they don't have the time for that.
0: Well, yeah. And I think we kind of discussed that, right? Like generally Mm -hmm. that's not the cop's job to sit around and be the fucking mask police. Right. Like, That's just, that's not a good use of their time. Yes. Now, if a business is trying to get someone to leave the premise premises for not wearing a mask, then, yeah, that might be a call to the cops if they just won't fucking leave. Because, I mean, what else are you going to do? Right. You're right, not going to yeah. let them just get away with it and go in and do their business not wearing a mask. And you're also not going to put your employees in danger by saying, hey, physically restrain this asshole and throw him out. I like, think that's not a thing either. So I guess well, I can understand that, that stance.
1: Yeah, well, because cool, well, at that point, the, the if they wouldn't come, then they wouldn't be enforcing a law that's already in the books. You don't have to, the the businesses don't have to kick them out because they're not wearing a mask. They can kick them out just to fucking kick them out. So if a, if a, if a business calls and said there's someone on the premises that won't leave, it doesn't really matter what the reason is. That's the cop's job at that point to come over and uh, uh, charge them with trespassing.
0: Right, and at that point, it gets rid of the whole legal argument that you hear. A lot of these mouth breathers of like, having to wear a mask, that's not a law, you can't enforce it, blah, blah, blah. The business sure the fuck can tell you to leave. If you don't do it, they can sure call the cops. And then there is a law.
1: Now, the question about uh, legality, about this entire executive order that the governor put with us is whether or not the businesses are required to enforce it like the uh, executive order says. It says the businesses are required to uh, enforce the law. So if a business decides they're not going to enforce the law, what's the legality of that? I wonder.
0: Yeah, that's probably another, another question altogether. Let's hope there's no businesses that are that
1: ridiculous. There will be, I guarantee it, dude. <laughs> uh, Detroit uh, itself is, you know, as most people know, as most is mostly democratically run, but you get outside of that. It's mostly Republican. And, both sides are, I don't have an issue with, I don't really pick sides as far as a Republican or Democrat goes, but you know, the the extreme right end right wing Republicans are, some of them are very much against masks. So I'm sure it's not going to happen in in any big numbers, but I'm sure there's going to be a couple of rural cities where there's a business or two that says, you know, it's their, their right to let people in without masks.
0: Yeah. That stuff is just so ridiculous to me. Like the idea, right? Like, so people say, well, you know, masks won't completely, you know, reduce the chance of you getting sick to zero or whatever else, but it's kind of like the idea of like, you know, like a seatbelt or a, an airbag in your car doesn't mean you're going to survive a hundred percent, but God damn, like increasing your chances, you know, 20, 30, 50, 60% of a time, it's kind of a worthwhile thing to do.
1: Haven't any of these people played video games before? Shit, man. I would take a fucking 5 or 10 or 20% buff. It's an empty slot anyways, man. It's not like you have to fucking switch out something more awesome for it. Go ahead and wear the mask.
0: Well, there you go. You start a nerd campaign around mask usage. (laughs) Let's,
1: Let's see how things go. Well, I mean, that's what it's like, really. I mean, if if it was a video game and uh, and you had a, a 20% disease resistance uh, buff that you could uh, wear on your face then you weren't even wearing anything else, uh, you'd wear that shit in a heartbeat.
0: <laughs> it depends. How, how awesome does it look?
1: <laughs> uh, shit, good point. Nowadays, so there are people that would actually rather look good than play good. Uh, yeah, people are stupid, though yep the, the theme of our show all right let's see what you got anything or you want me to do in the next topic next topic right. as well
0: so we do have another update to other things we were talking about remember the uh the whole uh ice guidance that any uh international students that had uh online or remote learning were gonna have to leave the country yes
1: well that's been overturned oh well that's for the best, I think. Uh, they were here legally. It's not like they snuck into Harvard or anything like that.
0: Right, absolutely. And, like, they're paying a lot of freaking money. Yeah. Like, they are They are helping our economy, which is a problem right now. But, yeah, so this is, like, I will absolutely have to give kudos. Like, I don't know if I have to give kudos or not. So, like, if you fuck up to begin with and then you fix it, do you deserve praise?
1: Uh, yes yes as well because anybody can make a mistake or make the wrong decision uh the okay, issue well comes then i when will give
0: <laughs> i will 100 give praise to the trump administration for reversing course on this
1: oh there you go yeah you know, the, uh, <laughs> well, the issue of a mega well because the issue of that kind of thing is making a wrong decision and then refusing to uh own up to it you know uh ever like i said everybody makes mistakes sir
0: so there Praise to, to Trump and his administration, MAGA right. for reversing course.
1: <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got here. Do, do, do. Oh, this is from a couple of days ago that I didn't get a chance to get around to. Uh, a Chinese bus driver who was upset that his home was being demolished um, has been uh, apparently went drinking and then uh, went to his job and drove his bus into a reservoir, killing twenty-one people. Um, apparently he'd been unhappy about the demolition of the public home that he rented. Uh, authorities on the other hand said that they let him know about it like months before that, like in June. And he'd actually signed a paper saying that, uh, yeah, he didn't have any problem with it. And they were giving him like $10,000 in compensation, which he never, uh, like received, not what they sent to him and he never cashed a check. So apparently the guy went fucking nutty, nutty. Um, and that's kind of why I won't, don't want to go on public transport that often. Uh, obviously, that kind of shit happens you know, more in these in other countries or you hear about it more, but it's not unknown. I mean, fuck, can you imagine that being on a bus, just driving along, mind your own business, and the driver decides he's going to run it off the road into a fucking lake?
0: Well, yeah, and it, it was especially messed up because it wasn't the guy's name, We No Break.
1: <laughs> oh, no, dude, no, no. Uh, do you... Uh, have you ever been on uh, public transport for lar- long periods or anything like that? I was on the uh, Greyhound bus for, like, a two-day trip to uh, South Carolina and back, and then, like, a four-day trip to Oklahoma, from Oklahoma. Um, so I have a little experience with commercial buses and such. Have uh, you ever ridden one on, for any length of time?
0: No, never a bus, and never, like, for a super long period of time. Uh, like, I've done some... I've done, like, short train trips and, like, uh, you know, subway stuff like that. And by short, I'm talking from, like, uh, like the southern part of Connecticut into New York City because it's the easiest way to go into the city and not have to deal with, like, trying to find parking and crap like that. Mm. Uh, but other than that, yeah, never, never a bunch of public transit. Um, like the L train in Chicago, really just, like, mass transit and not necessarily, like, you know, long-haul buses
1: right and and subways are barely even driven by people isn't it pretty much automated
0: i think for the most part like yeah sure, there might be some human intervention i don't know shit about subways so i could be totally
1: (laughs) totally talking out my ass at this point right but my point i was trying to make very in a very roundabout way was i'm not really comfortable when someone else is in control of the transport i'm in uh, for the most part i don't like it uh and i think that's pretty common almost nobody likes to be in a car that someone else is driving so, like, when you go places, you're always the one to drive? Uh, no, because I'm also very lazy. So, I've gotten used to letting my wife drive. I know she's not stupid about driving, so I just have to trust in her driving skill. Uh, but certainly not strangers or people that I don't know. Uh, like, uh, I when I was in Vegas, the Uber thing was very convenient, but I was also fairly uncomfortable letting someone else drive around with me.
0: So, I know she's just uh, a few feet away from you, so don't worry. We, we won't tell that you're actually secretly absolutely mortified of your wife driving.
1: <laughs> no, uh, we're going to like, for instance, in our trip to Port Austin next month, uh, I'm probably gonna let her drive mostly because she, she, she can't stand driving in my car. Uh, I, it's a manual transmission. So it's way too jerky for her mostly because I can't fucking stop in the gas. Uh, that's my fault. Don't tell her that I do most of that shit on purpose. um, so, and I don't, and I won't drive her car, because her dro- car is like driving a fucking couch. It's boring as fuck, uh, and it's way bigger than my car, so I, I'm actually uncomfortable, like, in tight spots with it. So, since she doesn't want me to drive my car, she basically is forced to drive her car, which means I get a free chauffeur. Smooth, Jay, smooth. Yeah, and also, Homelanders point pointing out, she does have two functioning eyes. Uh Believe it or not, driving, it does not affect me during normal driving, because you how have to remember, work?
0: you say you'd have no depth perception. Isn't that like one of the main things about
1: driving? Well, sure. In, in certain situations, you got to remember depth perception only goes out to about like 20 feet or something like that, maybe at 10 or 20 feet. I'd have to look it up after that. You're not using depth perception. You're using your memory of the various sizes of things to uh, know how far away something is. Uh, so you, when you're driving down the road, you're not using depth perception to drive. When you're parking your car, you are using depth perception. So I'm fine going down the road for the most part, but in parking lots, I try not to park too close to other people and give myself lots of space.
0: I would be worried as fuck if you were behind me and there was a red light coming. <laughs> well, that does get within like the twenty feet thing.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, but uh, I don't try to get right up on the on the dude. I make sure I stop a reasonable distance away from him. Uh, as I said, I know how far away a car is supposed to look at 20 feet, 30 feet, 40 feet, 50 feet, so on and so forth. Cars don't vary in size that much. (laughs) So I have a pretty good idea of how far away that thing is. And I make sure I stop before I'm inside of that 20 foot range. Uh, even, even in 20 foot, just because I don't have depth perception. That doesn't mean I can't figure out how far away something is then too, because you can still see how big it is. It's just like the fine adjustments I don't want to fuck with. I don't, I'm really only uncomfortable with I'm getting if I'm getting within a couple feet of something.
0: Yeah, I I still don't know if I would trust you anywhere near me, Jay. In a vehicle that is. Oh, like uh, you Ro- person, the, uh, I, well, I don't think you'd be, you know, much of a threat, but you yeah. in a, a couple ton vehicle. I don't know. These days you might just accidentally run over a Girl Scout troop that's just there to sell
1: cookies. <laughs> I try not to. Oh, I was looking at the chat box. Yeah, Ruthie, we didn't uh, block you in the least bit. Uh, I haven't blocked anybody in a couple of few days, actually. I haven't had to. Huh. Um,
0: <clears throat> yeah, that's super weird. And no one really could block you other than Jay, because I can't block anyone via the app on uh, BlueStacks. It just doesn't even give me an option.
1: Right. Well, he can. not When he's running the show, he can. But basically, there's only one person that has the, those abilities. And I'd really like to go ahead and give it over to Ryan, but I don't want to stop using my microphone. And I don't think I could figure out blue sex like he does.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, and I don't want to have to be the person doing all that extra stuff, like logging into a website junk like that. <laughs> yeah, that's I horrible. Did, I did accidentally uh, block or ban uh, Sly Dog for about three seconds when we were working through our technical difficulties during the, uh, the fight companion.
1: Right. That was
0: mainly because I couldn't hear I couldn't hear him at all. Turns out Firefox cannot use it to run the podcast.
1: Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. That's I use Google Chrome. Yeah. Sly dog's a good guy. He's called in a a whole bunch of times and saved the show. Uh, nice fella. Uh, let's see what else you got, sir.
0: Ah, let's see what else do we Did you, so Amazon is unveiling another like contactless type of store. Um, you know, they had done that a while back where it like hmm. has cameras in the ceiling and shit like that. And it could like tell what you have taken off shelves. This takes yeah, it, yeah, a I little remember bit that. of a, this takes it like kind of a step further. Instead of having like the entire place with cameras everywhere. Um, what it actually has is a bunch of cameras and sensors within your shopping cart really so it will see and weigh things that you put in your shopping cart so then this way it isn't so tied to it has to be you know like a physical location where it's just taking a look at like what's coming off shelves it can be a little bit more widely used but yeah it'll it'll take a look at everything that you're putting in your in your cart and weigh the things that it has to weigh and then that way you get out and you just basically, you know, walk right out and it just charges your Amazon account. So they're piloting, I think, in, uh, looks like LA. Hmm.
1: That, that's interesting. I and mean, that's probably a better method because the other way requires so many different cameras and so many different positions, you know, uh, this just sounds like it would probably be an easier uh, process to do it that way where all you'd have is cameras and like weights in, in, in the, in the individual carts
0: yeah and this kind of takes it a step further Like, uh, there are a lot of other companies that are trying to do a similar thing but they were all requiring you to like scan things as you put it in right right this doesn't require that at all it's literally you just shop like normal then instead of stopping the cashier you just leave now they still will have cashiers for the people that you know want to go old school but yeah it has this kind of new
1: technology It's, it's an interesting idea I am 100% for it. Uh, the less interaction I have with other people, the better. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I can't say enough good things about that. Uh, basically, the, uh, the only drawback I'd have to see is I'd just have to start bringing my own fucking uh, shopping bags.
0: <laughs> I think you should be doing that anyway.
1: Oh, yeah, but uh, we don't. Uh.
0: So are you, a, uh, are you a self-service person? Do you do, like, the self-checkout?
1: Oh, 100%. Yes. Um, I'm lucky enough that the Myers that I uh, go to for the most part for most of my shopping has uh, on one side, three of the self-checkouts on the other side, another three self-checkouts and two full-size checkouts that are self-checkouts. If you understand one, the distinction. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some people may or may not. So uh, most of the time I just use one of the small ones because I'm buying 12 items or less for the most part. Uh, but I'll, I'll run the uh, entire large size one as well uh, if I'm getting like a big old gro- grocery cart full of stuff and I love it. I don't have to fuck around with it. Um, don't have to talk with anybody. don't have to worry about chain uh, passing money or credit cards back and forth. all those credit cards obviously not is a thing anymore. Um, I can't see any reason not to do it. I, it always cracked me up. oh yeah you know, what I work there now. Bill Burr has a big bit on that you know where he doesn't want to ring stuff in because he doesn't work there. Like, dude, it's so much fucking faster. You get in and out of there, you, 90% of the time, you don't wait in any kind of line at all because people have this weird aversion to using them. Uh, I I there's no downside for me. Uh, how about you? Uh-oh, did I lose you?
0: <laughs> did I lose you
1: there, Jay? No, 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 no. Do you hear me? Oh. Yeah, you just um, kind of went silent for like a few seconds there. It's kind of odd. Uh-huh. Oh, did I finish my thought? That was my last thing I said it was ask you how you felt about them.
0: Oh, I think you yeah, I think you went out during that. But yeah, I, I absolutely use them for the most part though, like I just kind of get everything delivered now. Like I think that is one thing that COVID changed. Like there are so many things that I would have used to have just gone and done that now I will do remotely if possible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That happens with us a lot for them. Uh, I think when I say that I go to Myers, I've been there twice in the last three months. Uh, for the most part, we just order from Kroger's cause I, uh, we were talking about that the other day before that they have the uh, cheapest shipping stuff. Uh, I don't even do it. My wife does it. She'll, she'll get bored or decide there's not enough food in the house and all sorts of stuff. All of a sudden start ordering stuff and she'll ask me what I need. I'm like, you know, exactly what I need. I only eat four things now, buy me those four things I'm fine. <laughs> so our, uh, our shopping bill is actually not all that much, uh, cause we, eat, she eats meals, uh, lunches every day at the club. I eat uh, lunches at the club two days a week. And then the other three, I have to bring in food cause it's food I can't have. Uh, nor before that shit, this is the first year where I'm actually spending uh, any money on food at all. Because before I would eat lunch and dinner at the club, uh, back in back before the season, it, w- it wasn't just a selection. Normally for lunches and dinners, you go downstairs and there's three or four different things you can eat with a couple sides. Like for example, you might go downstairs and there's like meatloaf, uh, mac and cheese, uh, fried chicken, uh, green beans and corn, uh, and then then a side salad. Uh, there's probably a dessert or some cookies or a cake, couple of cakes that have been made, and then they have a, a, a soda fountain where you can just fill up and get whatever you want to drink. So that's what's normally down there for lunch and dinner. So it's kind of dumb not to eat at the club. Uh, this year, not so much. This year, when you go down there, there's one thing. There's, you know, like Wednesday, I, I can tell you exactly what I'm going to have tomorrow. It's going to be two hamburgers, and that's it. Because the other things, because the, uh, their other selections are potato salad, um, a, a toss salad with a dressing I can't have, and uh, a, cookie, a cookie. So, but at least I know I'm going to have two hamburgers.
0: What they haven't added tossing your set sa- tossing salads to your job requirements yet?
1: <laughs> it sure seems like it that they're throwing more and more work at me lately. But I'm just glad to have it because I'm you know working full time. There's other people that uh, um, aren't even getting full time hours in, and all uh, and all the people that are normally have lots of overtime don't. Like I'm don't no, I'm not getting nearly the overtime that I'm used to getting, despite the fact that I'm coming in earlier because I'm working only five days a week now. Normally, i'm used to working six or seven days in the summer uh so despite the fact i come in an hour earlier than i used to to, to help check people in it's still less hours obviously um housekeeping fucking this guy normally works six or seven days normally seven uh and he works even longer than i do uh, longer hours than i do and he's working 40 hours a week for the first time in, his, in the last 16 years um, he says he likes it in some, in some regards, cause it's nice to actually have a days off, but it's hurting him in the pocketbook.
0: Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So that actually kind of dovetails into to some things that are going on. This is interesting. So the fed like two different people from the federal reserve came out today and gave statements basically about how the economy is going to be kind of shit for, for a while.
1: Yeah, that's not what I want to hear.
0: Yeah. So that's, that's always kind of scary when they're the ones coming out and saying, yeah, like this shit isn't, this shit isn't going away. Um, obviously part of it has to do with the expected downturn with like all the people that are probably, you know, going to you know face evictions. The fact that so many jobs have been basically completely gotten rid of that aren't necessarily coming back. People still dealing with, you know, reduced hours. So basically the the one came out and basically said that, you know, um for the foreseeable future the uh interest rates through the Federal Reserve are still going to be like as close to zero as possible until we get back to like a level of somewhere around like two percent inflation or somewhere in there. Hmm.
1: Oh, and I looked into that a little bit. I remember we'd spoke before uh it might be a good idea to tr- uh, check and see what uh, kind of interest rates I could get, yeah. <clears throat> and and I and I did so. Uh, and this is assuming that all my numbers are correct, because you know how it is when you put in stuff. You're like, oh, I think it's about this, uh, and it could save me about seven thousand dollars if I did that.
0: Well, seven
1: thousand dollars on how much of a loan? Like sixty thousand, or uh, for, I'm probably at fifty eight or fifty seven or some shit like that. So it's not an ins- insignificant amount of money. Uh, so I'll probably in, in, sometime in the near future, look into that. Although I hate that bullshit. Cause you know, now they're going to have to come and, you know, uh, you'll have to get a, get a estimate on your house. And normally you have to pay for that. Uh, so there's 400 bucks uh, that you're just going to throw. Um, uh, and, uh, it's, you know, then I, a whole bunch of paperwork and you got to talk to people and this, that and the other. And part of me just wants to say, fine, I'm fuck it. It's not that big of a deal. My, my, uh, it's not going to lower my monthly payments by all that much at all. Um, because I want to say, let's see, a good chunk of my, uh, if half, if not, maybe a little bit more of what I pay in my monthly mortgage, isn't my mortgage. It's my income t- it's my property taxes. It's my personal mortgage insurance and it's, you know, all that shit. Uh, my actual mortgage is about half of that. I won't, I won't insult you if the numbers that I pay, they're pretty low.
0: Well, I mean, either way, I, Hey, you might get some good news out of it. Well, and won't necessarily be good news because the city might step in at some point, but they might come out and they're going to see that awesome inflatable hot tub in the garage. And then all of a sudden your
1: property value is going to double. Well, I've got bad news about that, sir. Uh, I, uh, uh, took down the hot tub today.
0: Oh, snap.
1: What yeah. Is that yeah. It's too because expensive. It's
0: 140 degrees outside
1: that too, but it's too expensive it, it, in sure. the middle and, you know, in, in the spring and the summer, it's adding a hundred dollars a month to our electrical bill. Uh, and we can't afford that. And God knows what it's going to add in the winter. You know, once it gets past, you know, September into the, uh, into the colder months, it's, it's too much. We can't afford it. The, uh, um, filters for it are not cheap either and you and you have to replace them fairly regularly i mean that's not a huge amount but call it 30 or 40, 30 bucks a month yeah so it, that every these little things add up uh, most some most of the other expenses are not much like the test strips are, aren't aren't that much we've had the same container of chlorine pills the entire time that we've owned the hot tub so but i can't really afford 120 130 dollars a month um right now much less what it'll be in the winter So uh, I was lucky enough to be able to borrow a pump from the maintenance guy at work on Sunday, which I brought home with me along with some hose, and I drained the hot tub.
0: Oh, that's sad news, Jay. Sad, sad news.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now my wife will not let me do anything with it. Uh, I see homelander saying we should raffle it on the OG. She said, "Fuck no, that's my hot tub." Just because we can't afford it now, it doesn't mean we can't afford it ever. Um, So yeah, she does have a
0: like this is the time to get, you know, a few solar panels for the garage, (laughs) literally only have them there
1: to power that hot tub. Yeah. Yeah. It does seem quite a shame, doesn't it? Um, but no, she makes a good point. We got it stupid cheap for some reason, like it was $320 and now they're eight or $900. I mean, no shit. You can literally, that's the price difference. The only thing I can think of is a couple years ago when I bought it, like this is might be like a a previous model of that Coleman hot tub. And you know how it is sometimes when they upgrade the model, there's no real change. It's like might be one minor thing or something like that. Uh, But my, what I suspect happened is that they upgraded their model and, and then took these leftovers of the older model and sold them all to Walmart and Amazon and these other stores at a deep discount just to get rid of them which is why for a period of time you could buy these uh, hot tubs for $325 off of Walmart. Uh, But now all those are gone. And the only thing left is the newer model, which is pretty much the same thing, but they want eight or $900 for that one.
0: No, I I think you're underestimating yourself, Jay. I think what happened is you got this inflatable hot tub and you had such successful threads bragging about it on the internet these companies found out and they're like, holy shit, we should probably charge more for this.
1: Because <laughs> look at this guy. He is falling. That is entirely possible. But then again, there was also that period of time that I was pretty convinced that the hot tub gave me cancer, <laughs> which is not true. Actually, when it comes right down to it, the hot tub saved my life. Uh, because uh, when I noticed I had the hernia was immediately after I got out of the hot tub, so I assume I, me being relaxed in there at some point uh, shifted stuff around, you know, uh, and, let, and made the hernia start hurting. Because so it's not like I did anything. I was, all I was was sitting in the hot tub. I literally get out of the hot tub, and while I'm walking around putting the lid back on stuff, my nuts start hurting. and It starts getting worse and worse and worse. And I knew I had a hernia, but it it, it didn't really bother me. It just you, know, you get a weird feeling there every once in a while or, or a little numbness. And this time it was way worse. It started hurting more and more and more. Uh, I tried to ignore it. I went to the guitar store to pick up a bass that I, I had them working on. And I could barely talk to the dude it hurt so bad. So by that point, I knew something was up. So I drove back home, dropped off my bass, and drove up to the emergency room. I knew it had to be a hernia, but it was hurt so bad that I knew that fucking it was a bad idea not to, not to say anything. And at this point, it was all swollen up, and you could say, tell that something was fucking going on. Uh, so I went to the hospital and they, they uh, checked for a hernia cause they figured that's what it was too. It had all the symptoms, but just in case it was kidney stones or something like that, they were going to do a, uh, cat scan of me as well. Um, and I almost left, uh, I almost, I almost left because at one point it stopped hurting. You know, the swelling went down and I was like, oh, okay, clearly it's a hernia. It's probably went back inside. There's no reason to bother these people. I could just talk to my doctor the next day or two and set something up. I felt kind of embarrassed that I was at the uh, hospital for a fucking hernia. Uh, and the OG told me not to do that. They're like, no, dude, you can't leave. Uh, if you leave right now, you might not. Uh, your insurance might not pay for it. You should stay there and get that CAT scan done. I'm like, okay, I'm, well, I'm wasting everyone's fucking time. And uh, they gave me the CAT scan, and sure enough, they found a hernia and a fucking softball-sized lump around my kidney at the same time. Uh, so when it comes right down to it, that hot tub fucking saved my life. It's a lot of mental gymnastics,
0: but uh, yes, possibly.
1: <laughs> yeah it's just funny things there's so many ways i could have went wrong and that was a, such a point that if i didn't find it then it would have been uh, a lot worse story than we're telling now so you know uh people say you say that i'm unlucky uh maybe not in a lot of ways i consider myself very lucky um i'm very lucky to be where i am in my life uh to have the wife that i have and like the situation that i have going on now these things could be far far worse for me in so many different ways I mean, yeah, you could have Homelander's cough. Yeah, dude, the fucking, dude, Jesus Christ, Homelander, you've been sick for what, fucking six months now? Yeah, and yes, it was, it was the size of a softball. They said it was three and a half by four inches. That's about a softball size. It pretty much almost entirely encapsulated the kidney. Uh, So uh, I have a really big fucking scar on my stomach where they took that shit out.
0: Three and a half by four. I'm trying to think, is that actually, I don't think that's quite a softball size. But yeah, it's decently sized. Yeah,
1: yeah, it, yeah, um, yeah. That's uh, that. Yeah, yeah, It wasn't fun. I don't recommend it. <laughs> but if you're going to get cancer, in a lot of ways, kidney cancer is almost the best one you can get because it's the only one that you have a fucking spare. Uh, there's it's the only one that if everything goes all right and the surgery doesn't kill you or, or and it doesn't come back someplace else, which is really what the uh, happens to you most of the time if it's going to kill you. The actual losing the kidneys, you know, uh, is not that big of a deal. You have another one that does all you need to do. You can actually get by on about half of one kidney, although it didn't get a little dicey. But one kidney does not affect your life in any way, shape, or form. And I didn't have to go through any chemotherapy, no radiation. I just had a, about a year and a half period where I felt like I was fucking gonna die. <laughs> but but I didn't die. So, and now I feel great. So, um, and I know lots of people that I have went through cancer experiences that. Uh, two and a half years later, um, uh, yeah, almost two and a half years later, do not feel great at all. So I wonder if I ever ended up with kidney cancer,
0: like if I could, at the same time as getting, you know, the, the one bad one removed, I could just pay to have, like a, you know, a black market one
1: swapped in. <laughs> That maybe if you had the money for that short shit, probably not here in the United States. But if you went to another country, I'm sure you can find someone that would be willing to do it for you. So you, you, just because not even because it would affect your life, you just want to make sure you have that backup still.
0: Yeah, well, maybe I even you know. Maybe I even go out and just get a jump start on things and I just get a third one added just in case.
1: (laughs) Oh, dude, if you're going to add extra shit, dude, don't bother with the kidney. You need like an extra heart or an extra long or something that's really going to make you a fucking superhuman. What's an extra kidney going to do? Let you drink a lot more before you have to pee?
0: Hey, that would be, you know, that would come in handy for these goddamn fight companions that run
1: six hours. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess they would. Uh, and I, I need something like that, because I swear to God, I've got a bladder the size of a fucking uh, walnut. I've, I, I almost always have to pee.
0: That's a good point, Homander. as far as just being able to grow your own pretty soon. Mm-hmm. The whole, like, CRISPR and everything else that they've been doing around genetic sequencing and being able to grow things when they grew that ear on top of a fucking
1: mouse. A little weird, but still. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was quite a while now, ago now. I wonder how far they've really advanced that shit.
0: Uh, you know, maybe a nose
1: on a on a mouse. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me if they are doing shit like that. Uh, let's see. All right, hey, dude, did you see about that ship on fire for the past couple days, like the uh, Navy ship?
0: I did. That absolutely sucks. And I don't really have a whole lot to say about it, but also
1: keep in mind, we still have to go through fight picks, and we have oh, seven minutes sh- until you oh, shit. want yeah, to we, crawl into <laughs>
0: the bed like a little girl.
1: Okay, yeah, my bed is calling me. It was a rough day. Okay, like we better get started. Uh, let me go ahead and go to my uh, MMA picking site so that I can see who's uh, fighting, and roll on down to yeah, the bottom for the names I don't know shit about, and uh, all yeah, right, and I'm ready to whatever you want. Yeah, we have to do them today since the fights are tomorrow. Oh, shit. <laughs> um,
0: So, first fight of the... And so, let's actually start here. We are picking for UFC Fight Island 1. How is it Fight Island 1 if we just had fights on Fight Island on Saturday?
1: Yeah, come on. Come on now, UFC. You're not fooling anybody. This isn't Fight Island 1. This is Fight Island 2. You guys are liars. Big old liars. Yeah,
0: so I guess technically on Saturday it was UFC 251... And now it's UFC Fight Island 1, which is the second fight on Fight. God damn it. (laughs) Anyhow. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do, right? fight is Jack Tank Shore versus the model, Aaron Phillips.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, let me look at their wins. No, I don't know. Shit, I don't know anybody uh, that they fought or anything like that are offhand. So I'm going to take Jake, Jake Shore because uh, he has a better nickname.
0: I'm going to go with the model since Jack Shore is from the UK. And just, I don't know why, but England doesn't have great fighters.
1: Uh, uh, well, you know, Phillips is actually the, the underdog on my site. I don't know if that means anything, but we'll go with that.
0: Hey. I might be wrong. Okay. Next fight uh, mm-hmm. is the warrior princess Diana Belbita versus She-Wolf Liana Joshua.
1: Hmm, which is interesting cuz on my website uh Georgia's, uh nickname is uh Miguelie, which I assume is uh She-Wolf in some language or another.
0: Well, interesting fact, she's from Georgia.
1: Well then, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, I the don't country, know, country, not the state, obviously. Or, oh, okay. Well, that makes sense again. <laughs> I, I did it again, dude. For once again, I thought you were talking about the fucking state. I'm like, oh, no, you well, that's are an interesting for two name on being from Georgia. <laughs> I'm just thinking to myself when you said it. I'm like, well, that's an interesting name for the state of Georgia. I haven't seen that. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with her just for just because apparently uh, it's meant to be.
0: Yeah, so interestingly enough, they're both decent
1: looking. Yeah, that's cool, but that's not what I'm concerned about right here. I'm not dating either of them. Although I will say that uh, that chick that beat the shit out of uh, 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 what's her name, Van Zant, last weekend was uh, turned out to be a little cutie. Did I stun you?
0: <laughs> no, you oh. dropped out again. That wasn't me, that was you. I don't it know. It was one of uh, us. So what were you saying? Were you talking uh, about
1: Amanda Hebas? Yes, saying? yes. Yeah, yeah. She ended up being a little cutie. Her post-fight interviews was adorable. <sighs> adorable. I, you sound so old right now.
0: Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I will go with Diana. She's slightly better looking. She's also taller. So, yeah, why not?
1: Okay, that's our logical reason to
0: pick that. Who we got next? Well, I mean, we're dealing with these fires. I have no idea who anyone is. <laughs> So, we've got Jared Flash Gordon versus Chris Fishgold.
1: Hmm. Neither of them have a um, great record, but uh, we're going to go with uh, Jared Gordon, just because I've heard of him, actually.
0: I guess I'll go with, and this goes against my logic from earlier fights, I'm going to go Chris Fishgold. He's from the UK. But just having the nickname Flash because your last name's Gordon, like, do better.
1: <laughs> Who's next?
0: Uh, next, we have Modestus Bukoskis versus Andreas Michaelitis. Oh, my. Well, let's see. Who's got the better nickname?
1: So we have the Baltic Gladiator versus the Spartan. So oh, this is wow. going to be a fucking war. Well, isn't that ironic? So, uh, which do you think are more or better? Uh, more better, Jesus fucking Christ. I'm going to go off the Gladiator or, or the Spartan.
0: I guess I'll go with the Spartan. He just kind of looks like he's dead behind his eyes, so he may be <laughs> a legit psycho. Uh, that's that's a, that's a good reason to pick somebody. Yeah, we'll go with that. Uh, who's next? Next of all, we have Ricardo Ramos versus Lerone...
1: The Miracle Murphy or Lerone, probably Lerone. Okay. The first thing I might note is I don't know what kind of picture is on your website, but on mine, Lerone Murphy appears to be wearing a, a, a heart rate monitor on his chest. <laughs> is, Not on is that mine. what you I have
0: The official UFC picture.
1: Oh, this picture is way better. <laughs> the dude's seriously wearing one of those heart rate monitors or so like with the little, uh, You know, the little strap thing that goes over your chest and it's got the little uh, heart rate monitor that's wireless and sets against your chest and shit. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what a heart rate monitor is. Okay, well he's wearing one on his fucking pitcher, so there's no way I can pick him. Besides which Ricardo Romanos uh, also sounds like a salsa dancer, so he's probably going to be hard to hit.
0: Fair enough. I will go with the Brazilian because again, I just, I can't pick too many people from England because it just the numbers don't work out. And that's right, actually... Right. So, off. Was, was Jack Shore impressive? Because I, I didn't pick him, and now I need to know if I should have picked him. <laughs> no, you so have to know. wait it. for that, the yep. next is the... Oh, he's solid. Well, yeah, I probably got that one wrong then. The next one is <laughs> the main event of the prelims. We okay. have the Welsh Wrecking Machine, John Phillips versus Boar's...
1: Kamzat Shimeev. Okay. First of all, there's no picture for that dude over here on my website, so that's a strike against them. If they haven't even bothered, bothered to photograph you in your MMA career, that's a bad sign. Uh, on the other hand, I don't really know who the Welsh are, so I don't know if a Welsh wrecking machine is better or worse than your average uh, ethnicity. Well, I mean, they're from the UK, so there is that. Uh, oh well you know what? i'm still gonna go with john phillips i always go with the guy that there's an actual picture of i have no evidence the other guy actually exists
0: yeah i'm gonna have to go for the other guy mainly because he's yeah definitely from that european area where life is hard and john <laughs> phillips has a fucking terrible chest tattoo so yeah, oh, I can't, that's unfortunate can't rock with that
1: all right who's next
0: Alrighty, in the first fight of the main card, we have Abdul Razak Alasan versus Moenyar Lazes or Lazay, maybe.
1: I don't know. His nickname is the sniper. Oh, well, there's no way he's going to win against Judo Thunder. So, I'm going with Abdul.
0: Fair enough. I will probably also go Razak Alasan. Boom! Thunder. Otherwise- just because this guy, this Mounir guy, is from the UAE, so he's basically from Abu Dhabi for the most right. part. Right. And I've never heard of him, so I think he's just like the local throw-in guy that they probably did oh. as a favor
1: to some Saudi prince or whatever. Oh, well, he's in the UFC. I think he he has at least one fight in the UFC. He lost versus uh, E.L. Darof. I don't know who that is, but I'm sure he's a person.
0: I'm sure he is also a person if there was a fight.
1: Yes. Okay, that's oh, so we both pick the same guy. That just makes sense. Who else
0: do we got? Uh next fight we have Meatball Molly McCann versus now Tyla Santos. Huh.
1: Does she not have a nickname? No, now is just the nickname NAO. Uh, oh. Okay, I don't know what that means. I'm assuming that's a foreign fighter. Uh I'm going to go She's with Brazilian. Molly. There you go. I'm going to go with Molly McCann just cuz she has, you know, like a way way more fights.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm probably going to go Santos again. Like, I don't know what the deal with <laughs> actually, this. Actually, you know like, what? This is all of the. This
1: is the all England card. You know what? Actually, I got that wrong. Uh, Santos actually has more fights. It's just the McCann has more against bigger names. My apologies. M- Molly's ten and two. While this ch- uh, Santos chick is actually fifteen and one. But he's yet still the underdog apparently.
0: Yeah, I'll pick the underdog here just because. Again, I I think I've picked one person from the UK to win, and that's probably one too many.
1: <laughs> Who's next
0: Ah, uh, Next up we have uh, What probably actually should be a fun one We have Jimmy Rivera versus Cody Stammen
1: Oh shit Names I actually know uh, Well I'm going to go with Cody Stammen Just because he's got a really self confident nickname Spartan No Mr. Wonderful
0: Well on the UFC site He is Spartan
1: well, I don't know about that. I think uh, well, I'm going to go with Mr. Wonderful, because how many Spartans are there in the uh, UFC, like, 18? There's only one Mr. Wonderful.
0: Oh, yeah? Well, Jimmy Rivera's nickname is El Terror, El which ter- is Spanish <laughs> for The Terror.
1: Oh. <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah, you See, know what? I'm still, bilingual I'm, as fuck. Yeah, you're right. And that, they, they have this as the hot pick of the uh, evening. So this is the closest match according to whatever website this is. I'm still sticking with Mr. Wonderful.
0: Um, yeah, this one's interesting. So they're ranked eight and nine. Uh, yeah, I think I'll probably go Stamming as well. Or Stamen as well. Oh, yep. All right. What's next, sir? All right. Next, we have Tim Elliott versus Babyface Ryan Benoit.
1: Hmm. Damn. Uh, well, Mr. Tim Elliott's kind of got his back against the wall. He's got three losses in a row, which is never a good thing in the UFC. Um, I'm just kind of surprised that he's uh, the co-main for this. Um, uh, you know, I'm still going to go with Elliott. I, I think he's going to pull this one out. I think he needs it more.
0: Yeah, I agree with the chat. Like, he's always fun to watch. He always He always brings the fight. So, like, even in his last loss, it's not like he looked terrible. And this Ryan Benoit dude just looks like a fucking nerd. So, (laughs) yeah, we're going Tim Elliott.
1: All right. And uh, obviously the last uh, fight would be...
0: Last fight is Calvin Cater versus Dan Ige.
1: Hmm. Okay, well... Uh, mr calvin's nickname the boston finisher sounds like a sex move so that's a point against him right away uh but on the other hand uh dan's nickname is dynamite which is like the, th- the third uh, most unoriginal nickname you could possibly have uh so i guess we're gonna have to go with their actual abilities let's see uh... well dan's new
0: nickname is actually 50k
1: oh 50k well it that doesn't that's slightly more uh... Why is that like the most he's ever won in a UFC fight? Is that is that what he went with?
0: I'm assuming it has something to do with him, you know, being exciting and getting finishes that get him bonuses.
1: Ah, uh, okay. That's not horrible. I'm still going to go with Cater. Uh, his win over Stevens is really fucking impressive.
0: Yeah, I have to go with Cater here just because he did beat Jeremy. So, yeah, if he goes out and shits the bed against Ige, like that just makes that fight look worse. And I'd rather not.
1: Have that be a thing, right? Right. All right, yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. All right, well, that's that's everybody, isn't it? Uh, shit, I'm gonna call it a show then because it's about time for it to be a show. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank the OG Army for showing up. Uh, we can't do the show without you. I really appreciate you guys. Want to thank my co-host Dalton. I couldn't do the show without him either. Uh, Dalton, you got anything else? Ah, so a couple things. I think the
0: first thing, obviously, these fights will be going on tomorrow. We will not be doing a fight companion because Jay goes to bed at 7.09. And I actually have to be up, you know, relatively early on Thursday. However, I'm still making the call at some point whether or not Saturday is going to be a thing. So tune in later in the week for that to firm up. Jay, that's teaser number two, all in one episode.
1: Oh my, (laughs) look how professional you are. What else you got, sir?
0: But other than that, the only other thing that we can ever end on on this podcast is three little words that happen to be fuck all
1: y'all. You guys all have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow at six. Bye-bye. (laughs) baby <laughs>